It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, whenever you are uh, listening or watching this show. It's Mike Singer and Tim Hyde with the Notre Dame Football Show on our Blue and Gold YouTube channel, as well as wherever you get your podcasts. Hope everyone is doing well this week. Hope you are recovering uh, after Notre Dame's heartbreaking 17-14 to loss against the Ohio State uh, Buckeyes. Uh, lots to talk about tonight. We're going to do a little bit of a reflection on Ohio State, not too much time on it. Uh, we're going to look ahead to Duke, uh, and, and we might be able to talk about some recruiting um, near the end of the show uh, with Notre Dame landing three new commitments over the weekend. Um, so, uh, yeah, <laughs> look, look at my the first three comments here. I got my boy Lux, uh, Kev, and Mr. Dorito. Um, I, I know all these guys, so uh, I hope everyone is doing well. Kevin says, is Tim still fuming? We'll talk about that uh, very shortly. Uh, folks, please do hit the thumbs up on this video, of course. Subscribe to our YouTube channel if you have not done so yet. And seriously, uh, if you like the podcast and you have not reviewed us yet, especially on Apple, um, it, it really it helps out because uh, we don't get too many reviews on Apple. And they're either all five stars or one stars. So if you like the show, um, you know, let us know. That, that would be great. Um, so, uh, yeah, Tim, are you still fuming? How are you feeling? What, four four days later? Uh, I don't know about fuming. Um, I'll be very honest. I have yet to watch the last drive on defense. Just haven't watched it. I, I've broken down the game. I'm Mike, I got notes. I, I think I'm going to try and, you know, I, I got a good buddy in Hollywood trying, you know, write a little script with him. I got a lot of notes, a lot of details, timeouts, time markers, you name it. But I, I, last night I just, I was done. Wife's like, what are you doing? I was like, I can't, I'm done. I'm done watching it. I'm not watching the last drive. We know what the heck happens. I'm not even going to watch it. I'm going to break down who didn't reroute, who didn't fit the B gap. Who cares? But um, it's a lot. I mean, God, you hate to say it. You know, as a coach, it's it's always, you know, there's so many, so many good things in that game. So many guys played really good football. And then, oh, my gosh, real quick. Yeah. Uh, one of uh, the announcers during the ball game, you know, I actually listened to him on, on the rewatch. I have it nice and loud. The stadium was rocking. It was awesome. But one of the quotes, they were talking about old Al Golden. They're like, you know, we met with Golden this week talking about the game. And, you know, they asked him, what did you, you know, Blackledge talking about, you know, what, what did you learn from your time in the NFL? You know what Al Golden said? <laughs> you know, like the majority of NFL football games are not won until the final four minutes. And I have the sticky note somewhere and I'm just like, are you kidding? I think it's still in my, uh, my basement office. I'm like, are you kidding me? How true was that? And that football game, Notre Dame, you know, inches away from winning that thing, basically, you know, one play here, one play there. And it really it came down the last four minutes. And then when you look at it, the last four minutes, you know, Notre Dame didn't do this. But it was Ohio State did some things. And I like to say they had three five stars that made plays. Their uh, defensive end, JT, you know, a Mecca wide receiver in McLeod. Three five stars. The Notre Dame, as we know, doesn't have any on the consensus. I think I counted during the summer when I was doing the prepping for the whole season. Ohio State, I think I counted 15 or 16 consensus five stars on that roster. Notre Dame was zero, obviously. So 
And they had three dudes step up at the end. And that's, man, that's it, it's a killer because the old line played good. They had, man, the running backs. You, you could Mitch Evans was Mitch Evans looked like a future NFL football player on that thing. And the two corners. It's almost like someone was talking about the message board this week. Like so many times where Notre Dame has been stuffed in the run game with you know great offensive lines. This one, it feels like you wasted that O line performance. The way they pass proed, the way they ran blocked. You know, run blocked. It was just unbelievable. And then two corners that played like they're wasting their time on Saturdays. They look yeah. ready for the NFL. They could go play this weekend. And uh, Ben Ben Morrison and obviously Cam Hart. So, but then at the other end of the day, Mike, what are some of the flaws we've always talked about? Notre Dame came to light. Safety play for Thomas Harbor. It didn't matter. I mean, whoever was covering anybody in the slot just got beat nonstop um wide receiver vertical stretch routes trying to be dudes uh, obviously no plays down the field they did attack more and we'll get into that in the second half and then d-line who's going to pass rush still to this day just like the amount of pass rushing the amount of just they, they just can't get there it's been five games it's been the same story every game you know you don't count navy but you know um it's, it's just been the same thing so we'll see what happens Marcus Freeman has a massive, a massive um, just week mentally preparing this football team. We're going to learn so much about him this week. That's put pressure on him, but, hey, it's Notre Dame football. We're going to learn a lot because they had some huge emotional wins, and I'll wrap this up by they had emotional wins, uh, emotional games, excuse me. Ohio State, next week you lost. Las Vegas, right? Las Vegas, the road trip, the hype. BYU, Las Vegas was a Super Bowl onto itself. Lose to Stanford the next week. Clemson, obviously the big upset over number four. Clemson barely survived against Navy, and now we got Ohio State. So these are some of the tail, you know, the the big emotional games where Freeman gets his guys ready. What's going to happen the next week? So going at Duke, you said it in your uh, you know pre uh, pre notes here. It's the Duke Super Bowl. So it's going to be a heck of a game Saturday. We're going to learn a lot about this Notre Dame team. I think they're a lot better than I fully expected in August. So I'm excited to see what they do on Saturday. Wow, Tim, I thought you were just going to talk for the entire show. So I'm like, man, I don't oh, know. Man. Ads. That, that felt good. That felt good, Mike. I had to get that four minutes off his chest real quick. <laughs> it, felt, it felt good, though. Yeah. You know, Sam, just, when, go for it. When you talked about the the – kind of the missed uh, opportunity to cash in on that offensive line performance. I pulled up. So this is just Audrey guesstimates 14 runs. Only one of them went for loss. I mean, you had negative one, zero, one, three, 22, four, 16, one, one, zero, six, four, two, 11, which I know it's a lot of low numbers on there, sure. but you know, average of five yards per carry, you, you take that all day long. Um, yeah. Still such a weird game, Tim. Um, but, uh, yeah, we, we we definitely got some stuff to talk about here. Um, already had a super chat coming from Andrew. He says, Tim, if you were the offensive coordinator, would you go with more two tight ends in the passing game? Evans and stays with the best pass catchers outside wide receiver plays. Not great. Why wait until second half to make adjustments? Um, well, we're going to see two tight ends this week. I think that's going to be something we get into about the, the wide receivers. You know, more than likely you're going to have Coles. You know, obviously Colsey's having what some form of knee surgery. Highly doubt Thomas is going to play if he's got a sore hamstring, a tight hamstring. So many big games, excuse me, down the road. Hamstring? Yeah, I, thought Freeman, I thought Freeman said it was a hamstring because he came out on um, one of the runs in the game in the second half. I mean, we didn't see him, the, you know, that. So, uh, you know, the rest of the game. So, it's yeah, yeah. Hamstring, right? yeah, it is hamstring. So highly, yeah, so I highly doubt we see him. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure we're going to see more two tight ends, more holding stays. Well, obviously he's had a great few games and we barely saw him the other night. So I'm sure that's what's going to happen moving forward here as they, um, the offense may start looking a little bit more like last year with some of the personnel issues when you get to the wide receiver. But obviously the running back room's healthy and they got some great tight ends that yeah. utilize. And those guys are pass catchers too in the slots. You know, Evans and Stays, those are some big, big wide receiver targets. Yeah, that uh, reception by Mitchell Evans with the one-hand grab was – 
was really fantastic. Uh, Tim, uh, a couple more things uh, that I wanted to get to here right now. Uh, at the end of the Goolsby show Sunday, this guy line jumper, the name being so ironic that a guy named line jumper could not jump in line enough for, I, I mean, dude, he posted this super chat with like 30 seconds left. And I'm like, I'm sorry, dude, I'll, I'll try to get you next time. So line jumper, I hope you're listening back to this or, or watching live or watching back, whatever it is. Um, so he had a super chat and I think this is a really good thing to talk about. Tim he says, what do you think Sam Hartman is thinking? He was brought here to lead a wide open offense. Instead, it's dink and dunk hour. And and I want to say, Tim, after the game, I asked you, like, do you think that Sam, I mean, that was just the offense that Sam's just going to dink and dunk and just going to take care of the football and, you know, not take shots and, you know, play conservative, or was he just missing guys downfield or just not taking those shots? So um, I guess, Tim, what, what do you think Sam Harvin's thinking? Well, I, well, he's he's definitely thinking they lost a game by you know a couple of plays, no doubt about that. Um, he's thinking this week you got to beat Duke, so do whatever you can to beat Duke. But I, I, I mean, was he? I mean, did he come to Notre Dame to be this wide open running gun offense? No, he came to Notre Dame to run a NFL style pro offense because that's what the NFL scouts told him. You're not in one. We've never seen you in one. We want to see you. So that's. That's the main reason why he came to Notre Dame was to was to do that. So Notre Dame's doing a lot of pro sets, tight end sets, running back sets, you name it. They're doing a lot of pro things. That's what that's the offense Notre Dame's doing. Parker's even talked about that, where Parker said in one of his press conferences, I think during the preseason, where he was like, "Yeah, we took Tommy Reese's the you know three years. We're keeping terminology. We're keeping a lot. We're just mixing and matching, adding a few things, which we have seen a lot of different things." Um, this year as the season's gone on with a lot more of a, obviously the two back sets run games a lot different as they've gotten this scene go, uh, season going. But the dink and dunk real quick is a great thing to bring up because in the first, I'm, I'm a huge fan of the depth of target, meaning, you know, if you're throwing a screen and it's four yards behind the line of scrimmage, well, that pass attempt is negative four yards, throw a 15 yard curl. It's plus 15, add them up over the course of a game. You get what you get. And this going back to, I remember Tyler Horka or Patrick Engel wrote a great article when Hartman came aboard. Last year in 2022, he led the country in depth of target, meaning ball in the air, almost 13 yards every single time he threw it. It's going for 13 yards, meaning they're attacking downfield going for first downs. First half alone, Mike, Sam Hartman threw 38 yards in the air. The ball traveled 38 yards, 2.5 per attempt. Second half, Notre Dame for the really for the first time this year. I'm not counting the the couple scrimmages they have. For the first time this year, 13.7, a full yard above what he did at Wake. So in the second half, they did attack. You had a couple completions. You had a pass interference. Should have had two pass interferences. They almost had 40 yards in the air on Thomas, if you guys remember where they're ripping his sleeve off his arm. And uh, they didn't call PI on that when they should have. So when they did finally attack down the field, and I like to chart 18 yards, that's a Nick Saban thing. Nick Saban likes to use pass explosives as 18 yards plus for his metric when he charts defense. So second half, Parker was way more aggressive with Hartman. So do they do that more? Is it I mean, you may be able to answer this more as well about Great House Flores. Those are some of the guys they attacked with. Are they going to be more involved in this game? So it's just okay. a little, a little, you know, just a little metric that they use. But Hartman couple, did attack more in the second half. Couple things. So this is Hartman's passing direction chart according to PFF. How much more could they have attacked down the field if he only threw the ball thirty times? Or I'm just kidding. yeah, three times past twenty yards. No. And four times past 10 yards, according to this chart, Tim, what am I missing? Is this chart wrong <laughs> or your uh, chart wrong? No. I mean, they have one right here. You have the the second half. Let's go to the second half. Uh, the first drive, you had a 32-yard fade to Thomas, incomplete. That should have been a PI. Okay. You had an 18-yard pass to uh, – that was 18 yards in the air. That turned into a 30-yard pass to Great House. That's the one over the middle. You had the seam to Evans. That was 21 yards in the air that he caught, got the first down. Um, you know, I count the, whatchamacallit, the, the, the P.I. is one. 22 yards to Tobias where he got P.I. Right. It was 22 yards. So I count that 
yeah. since the past play. So, uh, that, you know, so that's a handful. And then as you're going real quick, yeah, I mean, just an example of in the first half against Ohio State, plus three to Tyree, three yards meaning in the air, a negative four on a screen, a four-yard hitch, a four-yard quick out, seven-yard slant, negative five-yard swing pass. So throwing the ball five yards behind the line of scrimmage, a dump to pain where he got pressured, went for negative two. So these are just passes in the air. You know, okay. whatever they do after the catch, that's yards after the okay. catch. Yeah, yeah. That's a whole different thing. But that's an example of how everything Notre Dame did in that first half was basically 10 yards and under. Second half, they're like, man, we could we got to attack. Yeah. And maybe, maybe they attack more, Mike, going back to your estimate chart, where estimate had a lot of, you know, low-digit numbers. Second half, man, the offensive line, whoever was the running back was getting yards. Yeah. They were getting attacking with that run game, running the ball more. I, I use that term body blows where you're just beating the heck out of the defense, wearing them down. And they started to do that a lot more in the second half. So seemed like Hartman looked like himself throwing deep like he did at Wake in the second half. So yeah. is that a little thing for down the road? We're going to find out at Duke. Yeah. So for folks watching on YouTube, I got the passing stats up. So it's like the chart. Of course, it's this is just yards and this is not yeah. the the you know how far he threw it stats, but that Tim's talking about, but figured I'd pop that up. So Tim, I, I'm curious, like your point here, is this like an optimistic thing? Like, okay, like maybe that's what they're gonna do moving forward. That that's kind of where you're at. I hope so. I, I mean, seriously, I hope so because they because they need to attack. You have to attack. That's like you have to. I mean, you have, like I said, a fade to Thomas should have been an inc- uh, should have been an uh, per- uh, uh, oh my god a, a foul you know pass interference. They didn't get it. They come back and throw the same fade to Tobias. They get the pass interference. So you know you're not going to move the chains like that unless you take shots. The seam, obviously, the great house. I call it the Ben route where he's just crossing deep. I mean, that's almost a twenty yard deep crosser they hit. If those things are there, go attack those things. And that's the same thing what they did with Mitchell Evans. So it's there. I I left that the second half watching that. Like I thought the Notre Dame offense was moving really, really well in that second half. So um, oh, they got you just gotta attack. They gotta attack more with Sam Hartman. You gotta. Yeah. Um, Tim, let's uh hear from a sponsor. Um, and it's uh it's definitely a pretty neat one with uh bird dogs. Um and, and folks, if you are looking um, for slim fit, comfortable, flex, uh, wait, what's the word I'm looking for? Flexible and even, you know, stretchy shorts to rock, uh, this fall, um, and, and into the spring stylish pants and polos to improve your wardrobe. Then you're going to check out our sponsor for today's show. And that's bird dogs. Their shorts fit way better than that regular stuff you might be wearing, which is made of a stiff restricting cotton bird dogs fix this issue by inventing cloud ink, excuse me, cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches so you get a slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movements. Go to birddogs.com slash BGI or enter promo code BGI for a hydro flask style water bottle with your order. That's birddogs.com slash BGI or promo code BGI for a free hydro flask style water bottle. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Thank you to our sponsors for today's show, Bird Dogs. Uh, Tim, uh, just real quick, and I, I don't want to dive into this, but but I'm sure you'll want to. I I think when when like you and Goolsby are talking about 
Notre Dame needs to be able to stretch the ball downfield. They don't have the receivers to do that. I think when most people hear that, they think vertical 50 yards. That's not like, that's nice. But for me, that's not what I'm thinking. That's a byproduct. Like, yeah, that's included, but I'm thinking it just can't be five to 10 yards or, or zero to 10 yards all the time. You've got to be able to do 15 to 25 yards. So you mentioned Rico Flores and Jaden Greathouse. Those guys might not be the nine route burners, right? But they can be, you know, uh, a, a seam against a cover three, a, a hitch and go on the outside um, for, for, you know, big plays, 40 plus yards or so. But otherwise, like, 15 to 25 yards, let Sam Hartman work down the field. Those, I mean, Notre Dame has the receivers for that. Um, do they, I mean, uh, do they nope. have the 50-yard the bomb right now? Maybe not. But do you just be able to push the ball past 20 yards? They they need that. So, you in yeah. agreement, Sam? Oh, yeah. I mean, Great House is really good. When you go zero to, you know, 20, Great House is outstanding in that area. This He's really good at. He's, he runs seven routes, uh, corner routes, you know, your flag routes, whatever you guys want to call them, outstanding. He, he's, he's got a couple corner routes this year that are just excellent. Those are 15, 17 yards down the field. Same thing with, um, you know, Flores. Those guys are outstanding route runners for freshmen. So there's no reason why you can't use those guys. Then Evans and Stays. Stays had a couple big passes, you know, uh, what's that, North Carolina State. Seems pass 18, 20 yards down the field. He caught one, I think, at 28 yards in the air. So you can stretch with those guys. It's just taking, excuse me, taking your spots. The go-route guy, yeah, I've never believed in Thomas as a go-route guy. No. The go-route no. guy, the, your deep post is Tobias. And is Tobias or you're going to get a wheel route, some form of just a – a, a slot, a push fade, which uh, Ohio State ran multiple times. You take the slot, and the outside guy just runs a quick hitch, and he just pushes right up the sideline. That was the PI on JD Bertrand against Henderson. That's something Chris Tyree should be running twice. Yeah. A week. Who the heck's going to cover him down the field? Yeah. They haven't done that, so that's where I think Notre Dame needs to start mixing and matching and start taking some shots. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's not four verts, nine routes. Yeah, they don't, they don't have those dudes. Yeah, Tim, you look a lot like I'm looking. I'm watching the show. Obviously, you look a lot clearer. You're in the boathouse, and I'm like, why does Tim look so much more clearer on my screen and more handsome? Never. My wife cleaned my laptop screen today. There you go. And it was disgusting. And now I feel like I can see you. And and see myself, I'm like, man, who's this handsome guy, you know, with, with the goatee? And uh well, first off, I'm in the boathouse because the wife's got friends over. She said Notre Dame, did Notre Dame win or lose? I was like, they lost. I was like, you're going to the boathouse. So I said, okay. <laughs> I get it. I uh, I got it, sweetheart. I got it. And she's a Notre Dame alum. She's like, You're out of here. So oh, she calls it the boathouse too. Oh, it is the boathouse, yeah. This is the mother-in-law's boathouse right here, yes. But it literally looks like you're on a boat. So yeah, it's what exactly. I'm gonna run with it. I'm gonna run with it. All right. <laughs> so we're going to turn the page as much as we can, even though Tim's going to go to his grave talking about that Ohio State game. But we're going to talk some Duke. Uh, Tim, really interesting uh, matchup, obviously. Searcher Green said this earlier. Bud Elliott on cover three says Duke has the advantage at quarterback and wide receiver. Even Goolsby yesterday said that Duke has the better quarterback. Now, I think Duke might have the better pro passer. But like long term player, but I don't know about right now. Uh, but yeah, Tim, what what do you think about this? That was yeah. There was a little eight minute uh, segment that they did. I saw on YouTube. I actually watched it earlier today with those guys, the cover three guys, and yeah, I mean, but uh, but Elliot absolutely hates Notre Dame with you know his entire body. So it's not a shock what he what he says when it comes to Notre Dame. But um, he's a uh, he might, I mean, he might be right. Riley Leonard's good. Yeah. He, he threw a pass against UConn. Back foot, just boom, just flung it. Thing went 50 yards in the air. He's, I mean, like no effort. That, yeah, he's good. He's definitely going to get, you know, top 34. I mean, heck, he may go high the way NFL goes. Who knows with quarterbacks? Everyone gets top picked in the top 10 if you could throw 20 yards. But uh, he's, he's good. The best quarterback in this game. If you had to take one game, I mean, once again, you you take Sam Hartman. Why, Mike? 
50 starts. And, and then what you know, do you do with them? All the experience. Yeah, yeah. And throw two-yard hitches all game to them. Um, the experience. Ryan, Riley Leonard is good. But that is a great point of for the first time this year, Sam Hartman is going to take a, the field with someone that could play quarterback as good, if not better than him, possibly. So it's going to be a that's going to be a heck of a matchup. See how those two guys. Hey, well, a, a, Bam, I, I watched last year's game with Wake. They had, they had a battle. I think it was 35 or 34, 31, something like that. Um, back and forth. They threw like 300 some odd yards apiece. Sam Hartman takes the lead. Riley Leonard takes him right down the field. He retakes the lead. Hartman gets the ball, Mike. You ready? Hartman, uh, Sam Hartman gets the ball. Bam, bam, bam. The game ends on what? An interception at Duke. And Duke pulls the upset off and they go on to win nine games with Mike Elko's rookie season, as much as Marcus Freeman. So a nice little battle just between those guys last year. As much as everyone likes to talk about recruiting rankings and, and all that, yeah, I like, to him, like to call him a data point. On three, did rank him a four star. Oh, okay. Um, but everyone else, I mean, yeah, three star across the board. Yeah, and I then don't... you look at Notre Dame's quarterback, of course, three star across the board. So a couple, couple decent passers here. But uh, I don't know much about Riley. Le- I mean, I don't know his background. Don't know anything. I don't even know where he's from. I just Alabama. Watched... Oh, my God. Alabama. Can't say I'm familiar. Yeah, how many SEC offers did he get? Or is it just Cutcliffe liked him out of camp and and, and took him? He is really good. Um, he could run. This is, I mean, he's better than, I mean, a thousand times better than Armstrong. Ole Miss, Vanderbilt, Nebraska, Tulane. Really? There you go. Vandy, Vandy. Um, he's, he's not bad. He could run. He could, he's got a really good wide receiver. I think his name's Calhoun. I've seen he's also a return guy, outstanding athlete. I hate to say it, Mike, because every time I say it, it doesn't come true. Notre Dame's D-line just needs to manhandle the Dukies up front. They do. It's like, when are they just going to just – I'm just going to pick you up, throw you, get you out of the way, and dominate a football game. Because there's no reason why the Duke O-line should be able to handle Notre Dame. A couple super chats, Tim. Uh, Do you know why Notre Dame didn't utilize play action? That – man, you're (laughs) – Hey, ask Parker. No one asked Parker. Okay. By the way, yeah, I listened to Jared Parker's questions, and it's just like, hey, you know, here's a couple softballs. He didn't get the. I'm getting these questions. I don't coach at Notre Dame. I don't make 1.5 mil. Ask him. Shoot him. You, you and you and Goolsby are like, and are, are kind of like getting on the media, like, hey, Tyler Horton, why don't you ask these? Hey, I'm like, Mike, well, there Tyler, there's Tyler's the one who asked Freeman not once but twice about the tan man thing, not Priester. Not Samson. Love those guys, by the way. I, I agree. Well, my, my boy, Tyler Worka. Hey, I will give Tyler kudos nonstop. I agree. I'm sure they were going to, but Tyler and probably beat them to it. But who, you know. knows, who knows, man? It's a little powder puff. But, yeah, why didn't Parker use it? They ran the ball 39 times. I think they did two play actions. I, That's crazy. I don't get it. I don't get I don't get how Estime had 20 carries against the Chippewas, 14 against Ohio State. We and he's wrong. on every I show. Wrong. He's the face of ESPN. He's with McAfee. He's with all these guys. He had 14 carry, more carries than yeah. me. So, come That's on. That's crazy. I agree. That's crazy. Hey, shout out to Tyler Horka because I know he's probably our most dedicated listener because he tells me he he listens. He's walking his dog. He listens to all the podcasts. So Love it. Tyler, hello, my friend. Uh, ND Nation said would have liked to see Ludwig with this offense. I, uh, I dude, Parker's doing a really good job. I will. I, yeah, I, I will. The only question, I mean, when you say this, this offense, I mean, Utah's struggling, right? Offensively, from what I've seen, I haven't watched any of the play, just some scores. But it, you know, when I, you know, when I get it, when I see a question like that, it's like, okay, well, what's wrong with the offense outside? I mean, do you want to take more deep shots? Okay, well, who are you throwing him to? My big question on this offense, going back to Sam Hartman, Sam Hartman's strength was back shoulder fades. They haven't thrown one this year. And that's probably because the coaches are like, we can't run them. We don't have guys to run but them. Tim, a back shoulder. So, I mean, they have the guys to that. But you're, would you just think the corners aren't uh, – the corners are just going to play it so tight that you can't even throw that? But that's when you do throw it because you, you're coming Right, so why not? Them. I mean, I think Jaden Thomas actually would be a pretty hey, good 
talk to Horka, talk to Jack, get some questions because Parker meets with the media every week. So he meets with the media every week. I <laughs> I hear you. Um, I hear you. No, no, I mean, there, there are a handful. But I, I think Parker's doing a heck of a I, – I, it's been fine. There's a couple of plays. Yeah. I mean, the four – the only – the only two that just drive me nuts is the fourth and inches with Hartman keeping it. I've just been, it's like, why guys, you don't need to the play action pass. They had done, they had set up. If, if, if Sherwood just stays on his block for a millisecond longer, Hartman gets the darn thing. And then the, the two back crisscross where they lose five yards. I'm just like, why I say why not that you know because it's easy to second guess but I'm a big believer you know Bill Belichick always talks about play the situations right well yeah Flores with the first down catch estimate with 11 yard run Buckeyes are, are reeling now and the Buckeyes are like damn it we got to attack we got to come after these guys we got to create a negative or they're going to burn this clock out and you slow play crisscross backfield action boom that killed the momentum right there instead yeah. of just like Estimate, go get me three, four yards. Yeah. Just get me three or four yards and let's just keep moving forward. I got too cute in that moment. Tim, before Ohio State had anyone complained about Jared Parker's play calling. No, right? Oh no, we didn't we hear about that at all. I just think it's 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 just I think us as fans, we can be so much better and more critical thinkers when it's just all we want to do is like yell at the, about the 10 man thing or yell about play calling because Notre Dame was to go 14 points. Like we got it. We got to do better than that. Like we got to, we got to be more critical thinkers. So it's like people are, I think there's a guy in this YouTube channel or this YouTube live show. He's like, no excuses, fire everybody for the 10 man thing. Just, just, I mean, if you're in a corporate world and you screw up, you get fired for this kind of thing. Like, Oh, you know what? I'm like, man, fire the Pope. Um, you know, uh, you know, Jesus is no longer Lord. I mean, where does it stop? I mean, seriously, not seriously, uh, but I mean, like, we're, we're, we're the whole, yeah. I mean, I, don't, I really don't want to get in the, uh, I, I don't want to get in the, the, the Ted man thing. That thing's been killed to death unless someone wants to super chat and ask a question. We'll, no, no, don't, don't, do don't, 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 no, don't, we got no, 20 don't. of them. No, but I'm just saying exactly that, that whole thing. Obviously, you know, Freeman's the head football coach, but Freeman's not counting guys. Something happened. Horka had posted on the message board how it was. They had 10 out there against Tennessee State. And it's the same situation. I went back and found the thing, and I and I posted a couple comments in that thread that Tyler had going where, yeah, the play before, they were in Aztec. They were in Dime. Sure enough, you know, Sneed comes in to replace Maris. So Sneed's at Will Backer, one for one there. DB comes off the field. They're missing the three tech, Mike. Same thing at the goal line. So it's crazy. Yeah, I know it is. It is. I would. You, you know, it's crazy. They played with ten, and Ohio State only gets in by an elbow. Can you imagine if Ohio State lost that game with ten on the field with with Ryan Day? Where, where's Ryan Day today? Right? Is he hanging out with Lou Holtz in the retirement home? I mean, seriously, is is Columbus going to allow him back in? Yeah. Oh, well, man. Tim, Saturday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern time, it's going to be game time between oh, yeah. Notre Dame and Duke. And it's a perfect time to segue to talking about the ticket buying process. It can be a stressful thing. You got to find that event you want, maybe the Notre Dame-Duke game. You got to get those. You got to find the seeds and go, and go through that whole ticket purchasing process. It can be stressful, especially if you're finding those tickets last minute. Uh, but it shouldn't be stressful. And that's where GameTime.com. Excuse me, not GameTime.com. It's GameTime.co. Don't make that mistake like I just did. It's a fast and easy way to buy tickets for sports, music, comedy, and theater near you with killer last minute ticket deals, so you can relax and get hyped for all that fun that you're going to have. And best of all. Uh, you're going to get uh, $20 off your first purchase with the promo code BGI. They'll guarantee that you'll get the lowest price or they'll refund you by 110%. You really don't need to play months in advance since they have deals up to game time. Snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app. Create an account. Use 
code BGI for $20 off your first purchase. Uh, terms apply. Uh, download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Uh, for that Broncos at Bears game, Tim, it should be free. Like, who wants to go watch the Bears? Uh, people should make money to go watch the Chicago Bears. Um, the, the most interesting thing about the Bears right now is that Taylor Swift saw them play football. Sorry, I'm probably ticking off some people. But, I mean, Bears fans, you're you're, you're with me. I mean, you, you know, I'm a Dolphins fan right now. We're 3-0. and Tim, I never even gave you crap about the Dolphins beating the Patriots. It was a good game. Why? They dominated. There's nothing to give me crap about. They – it Dude, was I was crapping my pants in the fourth quarter. The Patriots were coming back. It was Pat's had an arm burner 15-10 this past week or 15-whatever it was against, against the Jets. Jets. What, what a ball game that was. That was fun. Glad I mowed the lawn. It's like, holy moly. Speaking of, yeah, speaking of that, you got Notre Dame, Ohio State. You, I mean, the football world's going crazy, right? You, you got the Kelsey Swift thing, that's the news of the hour. It's nuts. There's okay. craziness all over college football. Day versus Holtz. What's going on with this place? Drama. Right? Great Colorado and Oregon. Actually, oh my Ron gosh, Green, those are some um, of the best comments of all time coming out of Coach Landing's uh, mouth. On three, wrote an article about this. Um, I thought it was really interesting. Coaches bark adds spice to an already flavorful college football season. It, it talks about. Davers, Holtz, uh, Jake Dickert, uh, Washington State's quarterback, took a shot at Lee Corso, who kind of took a shot at him. The clickbait thing. (laughs) Um, Tim, the whole Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey thing, I am so here for it and love it so much. It has made my week, and it's been a a tough couple weeks. It's uh, very, very busy. But Swift's going to the – to the Meadowlands this upcoming Sunday. Chiefs are going at Jets. She's going to be there. Oh, that boy. news just broke today. Oh boy, yeah, yeah, that's that's breaking news. But that's uh, I I want to know. I would like to chart the what three hundred thousand followers Kelsey's got. It's like four hundred four hundred thousand. So four hundred thousand people. Take like, it. His his jersey sales went up four hundred percent or something crazy. So who's buying all these? Everyone that goes to a Taylor Swift concert. I got to have a Kelsey jersey now. Are you that dedicated to the songs? I love it. I love it. Amer- hey, hey, if there's a dollar to be made in America, it's being made, man. It is. It's wild out there. Tim, do you care about this? No. <laughs> oh, you're talking about it. Sorry, I thought you. Because were- it's just hilarious. It's just hilarious. It's it's America, man. We love. We love. You know. We love love. love. We love the fluff and the love. Uh, I, I I could keep going. Um. Anthony Bockhold says when, and he has the word when in quotes there, we beat Duke and then run the table. I love that. Can we do that? Uh, can we do what Notre Dame did in 77 and win a chip? Well, seeing how there's a playoff and you run the table means you win every single game. They are national champs. Yes. But I, I guess he's thinking if they just win the regular season and get into the playoffs, I know that that's playoff talk, but yeah, I mean, if they beat Duke, run the t- table, yeah, they win every single game the rest of the season. Yeah, they're national champs because, I mean, they they beat the they beat somebody in the championship game. I guess I'll take that. Not to sound as easy as that, but that's what kind of sounds like. But I guess I will say, do they get into the playoffs at eleven and one? They're going to be sitting at four or five, right in that right in that marker if they're at eleven and one. Another yeah. Mike Singer prediction. There you go. Yeah, and we are going to talk about that shortly. So, Anthony, I do appreciate the super chat. But, uh, yeah, Tim, like, do you th- – like, on the road, Duke Super Bowl, college game day is there. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage – all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Notre Dame has the talent advantage yes. across the field. But man, how concerned are you about Duke? Um, yeah, I guess you concerned because it's a football game. You never know who's going to show up, but I guess you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna drink the Kool Aid, be naive, and just be like, no, I I I love I love the interviews that the guys gave yesterday. I love the interview, Sam. You know, there's a great article out there with Sam Hartman giving quotes about what was talked about and the and the way the players are, you know, looking at this thing. You know, they. This is not Marshall. They're going to Duke. I mean, seriously, I think Goolsby talked about this on his show. If they're if they were at home playing, you know, two and two Duke, yeah, you'd be a blah hangover. It's a you know three thirty kickoff on Peacock. Yeah, no one's going to get hyped up. You're going to ESPN Game Day. You're going to the Duke Super Bowl. You're playing an NFL quarterback. You're playing guys that you know think that they're going to beat you and they're going to go. You know, and they're they're on their playoff run. No. Mike, there's a crazy stat. Speaking of the cover three guys, one of those guys busted out a stat. I remembered. This is the first time, Mike, since November. I haven't had time to look up the game. November 1960. Duke is hosting two ranked teams at home. 1960, Mike. I wasn't even born, right? I know you weren't. So how crazy is that? It's crazy. Duke's beaten two top 10 teams. Notre Dame's 11, so that's a good thing, right? Two top 10 teams since, what, 1989, and they're both Clemson. So there's Clemson for you. So, man, I, I I think I've watched Duke, solid football team. Clemson went up and down the field on them. How Clemson didn't win 35-14, they didn't because they just blew that thing away. That was their 2011 South Florida game is what it was. I, I, I think Notre Dame's going to go in there and take care of business. So, right. Clemson, I didn't get to watch the game because that was the whole spectrum. Yes. Disney bull crap, but I mean, Clemson really just kind of crapped the bed. Yeah, turnovers, and it was a mess, an absolute mess of a football game. Um, yeah, Duke lives on Duke is fundamentally sound, man. They they're square tackles, boom, they fit gaps, they're they're good. They pursue drills, you know. Mike Elko, once again, solid defensive football coach taking over. Everyone's saying he's gonna, you know, now he's the number one candidate for uh, Michigan State, and he'll get a huge payday to go to Michigan State. So um, great point. Yeah, they live off turnovers, you know, but they haven't played the greatest of schedules, and uh, and Clemson was the, you know, vastly superior football team. They just played – they just had mistake. It was literally 2011 South Florida for all yeah. those guys that know that game. It, that was their – that's what happened to Clemson that day. Do you think, like, Clemson is just an, like, an outstanding 2-2 two and two team? Because that's the vibe I'm getting. Like, they're 2-2. Two and two, they, But they, the fluky loss on the road at Duke to open the season, and then they should have beat Florida State. Like – Yeah, you know, you know obviously – Yeah, they had the – I mean, the field goal, the Shank field goal, the guy who just showed up on Monday, Poor Shanks, kid. that one. Poor guy. They kept zooming in on his family. That's nice. Why, why did ESPN why? do that? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I Mom, like like, jump off the railing. It's like, oh my gosh, that was um, Clemson. And, you know, Clemson's interesting. They don't. They're good. They got athletes all over the place, but they don't. But they don't look like Clemson from yeah. you know oh, yeah. fifteen to twenty. They do not right. look like them at all. They don't. They don't have some dudes at positions. Their D line is solid. They got guys. It's they got guys all over the place. But they do not look like that group of Clemson guys. So, you know, I, I, I'm excited for that game. It's a long way to go, but I wouldn't be surprised if Clemson goes eight and four somehow this year. It, it's totally possible. Yeah, I am so pumped, Tim, to go to Notre Dame at Clemson. I am so excited. Because you guys know, I got a, I own a condo in Clemson. I've, I've mentioned that a few times. Um, you know, we just kind of did a, a map, like two and a half, two to two and a half hour radius around sounds where like, I live. Sounds like Dabo when he recruits, man. Just a big circle of these guys, right? Except for like, you know, Clubnicks, Austin, Bo Collins. Yeah, uh, I think was St. John Bosco. John Bosco. When you watch Clemson. 
a lot of Notre Dame targets on there. There's a running back. I forget his name. Oh, um, Flyley, um, Swimley. <laughs> um, I don't know. He, he wasn't that big. Of a is, yeah, you, you watch him and you're just like, that's an NFL back because of all this the stuff they do in the NFL with their running yeah. backs, catching passes. He's gonna he's gonna be he's he's gonna be a better NFL player than he is a college player. I yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I've said the same about Chris Tyree. I think maybe Maris Lee could could be that as well. I just think, I think I think Tyree's gonna play in the NFL, and I just think he's gonna be able to be some kind of special team. He's gonna drive every Notre Dame fan and be like, "See, we told you we sh- he should have been getting the ball at times." So he, he you know he might be one of those guys. I do know his name is Will Shipley. Yeah, for sure. Oh, so it's Will Shipley, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Tim. We haven't done one of these in a little while. Okay. Oh boy. You ready for an old, our old uh, sixty-second clips? <laughs> sure. What do we got? Okay. What do we got? Do you play with ten again? I mean, what do you got? earlier, does Notre Dame still have a chance to make the college football playoff? So basically, I'm trying to up like our Instagram. TikTok, you know, kind of our shorts game, Facebook. We put these all up. So they're like 60 second clips. Um, so uh we will just record them live and then uh we'll do this and then we uh we shouldn't we should Mike, we should do one over under on how many Duke game day signs for ESPN college game day is gonna mention have the letter, you know, the number 10 in there. That's what we should do, an over under on. On the 10 drinking game on that, and you will be <laughs> blacked out by noon for sure. Oh, man. So, um, anyways, We're you, ready for, you ready for this, Tim? Sure, I have no idea what the question is, but I'll think on my face. I just told you it was can Notre Dame oh. run the table? Can they run the table? Sure, anything's possible. Here we go, right? Or, well, does Notre Dame still have a chance? Just, I just, got, I, got I got you. I'm messing with you. I got you. Tell me, Smalls. All right, here we go. Notre Dame dropped a contest against Ohio State, but then pretty tough schedule along the way, you know, with at Duke, at Clemson, and obviously USC in October. Tim, do you think they have a shot still to make the college football playoff? You know, if they run out, do you think they could get in? Well, th- well yes. I mean, if they're 11 and 1, because you're going to have a top five win against USC, you're going to have a ranked Duke. Louisville, when they play them, is going to be undefeated. You still have Clemson with the respect that Clemson has. The biggie will obviously be Duke this week, the Duke Super Bowl there in Durham, North Carolina, and then a top five USC game. So you go 11 and one, the way they lost, and, you know, one play against, you know, obviously a great Ohio State team. Yes, Notre Dame will definitely have a shot. If they're 11 and one, we're going to know a heck of a lot more by midnight this coming Saturday if that's going to be on the, on the table for the Irish. I said run out, I meant win out, but, you know. It's all good. We'll see if I can get some creative editing in there. So yeah, I I still think that uh, eleven and one's a tall order. That is going to be if if Notre Dame goes eleven and one, which is you know, oh, it's totally preseason. We were like, yeah, Notre Dame loses against one of the big three, wins the other two, doesn't have a trap game. It's CFP, so it's still right ahead of them. It's not like something happened that was like. A disaster, right? Well, I mean, well, listen, the game itself, 10 men, get it. That was yeah, a disaster. Exactly. But the outcome, not a disaster. But let's go back to our August things where everything was like, you know, how many articles? Oh, Duke, the trap. The trap. There's, this is not a trap game, which is awesome now. The Notre Dame players are like, trap game? Are you kidding me? We're going on the road. College game. Zeke Carell yesterday in the press conference was like giddy. Like game day, he was like, let's go. He knows this is a big game. The players know this. Once again, if it was at home, two and two Duke, that that type of thing. No, this is a ranked Duke team, a t- team that beat Clemson. The you know the you know the players are a little bit more giddy going into this game than I think. I think people are going to give them credit for. Tim, it's also just I, I, it's got to be a factor for the team of like to get that bad taste out of their mouth. Like, let's go and just beat the living hell out of Duke. And Louisville, I don't think, is going to sneak up on Notre Dame either. They're undefeated, right? They're going to be undefeated. They got NC State. They handle NC State. You got them undefeated. And then you got USC is going to be undefeated. So Louisville already ranked? Yeah. It's going to just keep going right down the row, and then that bye is going to come at the most perfect time. Seriously, if Notre Dame is sitting at 7-1, and I'll – man, that's just like – that's going to be unbelievable. 
if, right. if they're sitting at seven and one. Tex N D says eleven and one. You guys are optimistic. Did we say to Tim? Did we did I didn't say eleven and one. We I said say we think they're going to go eleven and one. We're talking about if they do. If they do. Um, I think ten and two is is probably more realistic right now. They're, they're going to drop one of these games. There's just too many good teams. My guess right now would be ten and two. I had Notre Dame beating Ohio State before the start of the season. Um and uh, yeah, but it's I, ten I and two. But now that's going to be a great question. Whoever you know, they lose a second game. What's that tone going to be after the you know, the Ohio State? You lose a second one. You know what is that? Excuse me, that tone going to be? So many missed opportunities. Is ten and two? Does it feel like you know two thousand and six, where you know ten and two just felt like blah? We're going to play LSU in the Sugar Bowl. Who cares? That's going to be an interesting feel. Yeah, Dennis makes a great point. Like, yeah, a lot of things have to work out in Notre Dame's yeah. favor for them to still make the college football playoff. Absolutely, of course, of course, you got. Oh. But that's college football. I mean, we talk about these playoffs. It's like, oh, you can't. I mean, my God, there's going to be so, so much movement. I mean, you got the yeah. Pac-10 basically with three top ten teams. You know, th- that's all going to change shortly. The SEC is going to do the same thing. Yeah, the Big Ten's got three top tens. They're all going to work each other out. So there's going to be a, a ton. And yeah, then you got the Irish with some big marquee games still ahead of them. Notre Dame does not control their destiny anymore, right? But I just feel like we're what? Notre Dame's four and one. Most other teams only played four games, but just like now we're getting into the real thick of conference slate across the country. Yep. And yep. I mean, up to this point, you can count on two hands. Like I think amount of like big games there's been, and now we're like really getting into big games yeah. everywhere. So like, like look at Michigan, they played um, the YMCA down the street from me. Um, they they played Tim's team. Um, they don't play a ranked team, I, I think, till Penn State. Is that like game eight or it's something ridiculous? Game nine? Yeah. So, like, everyone's yeah. gonna start playing some teams. So, more more opportunities for upsets when you're not playing UNLV and you know whoever actually plays some decent little teams. So, Tim, I hear you. Yeah, forty nine minutes in feels like. We just started, considering how long our, some of our shows have been going lately. Um, but uh, we both have early mornings. I'm back on our YouTube channel tomorrow morning at 10.30 a.m. to talk some Notre Dame recruiting with Kyle Kelly. Um, we, uh, Tim and I are about to record our final thoughts, observations, and prediction video that will go up Friday around 11 a.m., 12 p.m. or so. So we are going to cut this live show off um, a little bit earlier than we usually do. Buckner coming back next year to be the starting QB. That's adorable. Well, we, you know, I, I think they're going to the portal, right? So never yeah. say never, but I would be. Yeah, I don't think that's happening. Um. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna uh, end the show there, folks. Re- really appreciate it uh, for you watching here. Hit that thumbs up. Hey, Dennis, appreciate the super chat. I wanted to pop this up real quick. Steve says Tim Hyden go seek. That is brilliant. I love that. Love that. Love that. Um. Okay, yeah, smash that uh that thumbs up button, folks, if you've not done so hey. yet. Appreciate you watching. Go to blueandgold.com uh, for more Notre Dame football and recruiting coverage, and we will catch you guys next time. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.